1: Welcome to the GameZilla Podcast, your last line of defense in major gaming news. I'm your host, Grimlock, and with me in the GameZilla Media Studios, Grumpy Cat! Grumpy Cat's dead. Long live crazy stray cat. Jazzy Fiddle. Grumpy Cat. (laughs) And the face of Switch, Testonomics. The Grumpy Cat. Oh, okay. Grumpy Cat, Testonomics. I'm trying so (laughs) hard not to blink. How did he do it? And... Our producer, who's being tortured right now, dead at night.
2: Ma! There's a weird cat out here! Lucy, get back in the house! Scott looks like Grandma! <laughs> oh,
1: that's not a weird cat. Uh, anyways, welcome to episode
0: 238 of the Gamezilla Podcast, brought to you by our supporters on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash gamezilla media. As a patron, your contribution goes to continued support and growth of GameZilla Media with four unique levels of access starting for just $1 per month. You can get early access to this show along with the ability to vote on one of the topics that we call the Patreon topic of each week in which you try to pick the best topic for us to discuss of the two that we've put on our patron page. And you guys have not let us down with picking the one that we don't want to talk about each week.
2: They do it consistently if you're asking me. Vote better.
1: <laughs> Alright, well on today's episode... <laughs> it's a message for our fans and for America. <laughs> on today's episode of the Games Podcast, we're going to be talking about Sony shows us the numbers. Nintendo is ending production of a popular product. Kanye West is in New York and is looking for a game developer. And Epic Games is changing the gaming industry again. All this and more on episode 238 of the Games Little Podcast. But before we get into it, it's time for some team talk.
2: Yeah, boy! <sighs> the
1: well, we're going to start with the guy that said he has a very little. Dead I night. I just played Smash all week. Testonomics. It was fun. <laughs> I also played Smash all
3: week. But... I completed the World of Light 100% of the World of Light after 30-some-odd hours, and without doing any kind of spoilers, the final boss fight that you have in the good ending of World of Light is a ton of fun. Like, I've played it multiple different times with different characters. It's a ton of fun. So the the World of Light can get real grindy at certain points. Like there's There's no denying that some of them are just hard for the sake of being hard, but it's worth it if you get the good ending. Cool.
0: Jesse Fiddle. I went back to playing the best game in the world currently, and that is Fortnite. Yeah. But not any type of Fortnite. Yeah. I've been playing the uh, Save the World version of Fortnite, so I've been uh, building my fort and um, trying to expand my shield. And I still have no clue what any of, like, the little people I collect and the uh, things that I do and the gun schematics I get do, so I basically queue into uh, the quest line, the next, whatever the next quest is. I go, yeah, let's play this one. And I go around collecting shit, and then I set the beacon down and then guard it, and then, hey, you won, here's all your stats, okay, go to your home base and not know what to do with all the stuff you just collected, and then on to the next one. I don't know if that's because they just do an awful job at the tutorial of what you're supposed to do with all this stuff, or if I just wasn't paying attention. Don't know. Okay, well, yeah, I saw you on
1: Fortnite, and uh, I was a little concerned because I I just thought maybe something happened in Call of Duty that just... Set you off and you were never coming back. But I text messaged him yesterday.
0: I'm like, you playing Fortnite right now by yourself? He's like, yeah. I know. honestly logged on to try the uh, creative mode, and then I accidentally hit Save the World. And I was like, yeah, well, uh, well, let's just play this for a little bit. <laughs> or oh, you, you already own Save the World? I did. Yep. From mm-hmm. when the game, I actually owned Save the World before the Battle Royale was even out. So and you OG. Yep. Yeah. Huh. Ooh. All right, and
1: i just been playing uh, Smash Brothers. I uh, also started the uh, adventure mode. It's fun. I, I mean, I haven't gotten nearly as far as anybody else, but uh, I have found it is a nice extra mode that's just beyond uh, a fighter where it just adds a little more value to the game. But uh, besides that, playing Call of Duty, and that's about it. Nothing crazy going on this week, just Trying to get through the last week of work before we get into our nice uh, holiday break in the automotive industry, where I'm sure I'll have a lot more time to game at that point.
3: Who are you feeling the most in Smash Brothers? It goes to everybody, well, maybe except for Jazzy. Who are you feeling the most right now in Smash Brothers?
1: I mean, most obviously is Samus. Like th- that's been my main, and I'm really trying to like focus getting better with her. But uh, second up would be um, Dark Pit. Samus. Uh, Pit. Oh, yeah. Do you like Dark Samus or regular Samus more? I don't have Dark Samus on my system, but playing it during the stream at, at, on yours, uh, I actually, I think I like Dark Samus more.
3: We get you Dark Samus tonight. We just play all night.
1: There we go. I'm not coming into work tomorrow, did I? That's cool. All right. I won't I won't say a damn thing. I don't have a boss anymore, so I'm not <laughs> sure who I'm supposed to call off to. So I'm just going to call off to you because I figure you won't say no. That
2: Absolutely. I, I fully give you permission to not come to work tomorrow. I like it. Please yeah. don't tell anyone I gave you that permission, though. <laughs> Too late.
1: No. Um, anyways, your answer to the test question?
2: Uh, I made a video, you know, like four months ago, that was uh, about how I was planning on uh, maining uh, King K. Rule and Simon after they were announced, and that's what I do. I love playing as King K. Rule and Simon and Richter. They're everything I wanted them to be based on their release trailers and based on being the two characters I requested for the Smash 4 DLC. So... My dreams are just coming true, and it's everything I ever wanted.
1: Nice.
0: Jazzy Fiddle. I, mean, I don't actually own the game, so uh, I at the Charity Scream, though, when we had that full 12 hours of playing, I played a majority of it, and I feel like I was learning and doing the best with Kirby. Hmm. I feel like that's a very generic and easy way to learn the game because I, I feel I like Kirby. it's easy mode. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think Kirby... And then I was doing okay with Dr. Mario. Yeah. But I feel like I was forcing myself to feel like I was doing okay with Dr. Mario when I actually probably wasn't. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm, I'm happy. Like, Ness is, feels good again. Like, he got kind of wonky for a
3: few generations. Young Link is back after being on hiatus, and I like him better than regular Link and Toon Link. And then uh, I'm really trying—I think kind of like Jazzy with Dr. Mario, I'm, tr- I'm trying to make Incineroar feel better because I want to play as Incineroar, the heel Pokemon— But, like, his recovery's got me, like, hurting because I just kill myself too often.
1: Well, there you go. That's what we're playing. Want to know what you're playing? Join the Discord, GameZillaMedia.com. Click that Discord button right on the homepage. Talk with gamers from around the world every day. Let us know in the Nintendo channel who is your main in Smash Bros. right now. All right. We got anything else to talk about, or I think it's time for some news. I'm searching the web for the latest gaming news. Searching GameZillaMedia.com. Downloading
0: headlines. Okay, what about this monster of yours? Download. The video.
1: Topic number one. Sony may have just accidentally revealed the player counts of every PS4 game. That's right. Sony just doing a great job here. Um, it's not a hack, so don't worry. Your PlayStation Network account is okay. You're safe. Breathe, but <gasps> someone does seem to fail to understand the implications of something that they that they designed for Sony. Uh, so there's this new My PS4 Life tool, which is supposed to give players info about their gameplay to share with others. This was discovered on Reddit uh, to be a gateway to calc- in calculating the player count slash sales of most almost every PS4 game to some reasonable degree of certainty. So let's talk about how this works. The My PS4 Life system will give you a specific player numbers about an achievement. The example from the original thread is that My PS4 Life says that 33,764 players earned the Photo Bomber trophy in Fallout 76. And as has always been the case, you can look up what percentage of players have earned that trophy on the PlayStation Network. In this case, that's 8.3%. Those two figures are enough to get you the conclusion that 406,795 players have played Fallout 76 on PS4. So, inadvertently, they caused this to happen, and some people on Reddit took, took it um, on, on their own behalf to build a website which is uh, gamestat.com now. You can head over there and you can see Let Oops. me re- let me refresh the page real quick. It's kind of gamstat. Oh sorry, yeah, gamstat. I forgot the e's missing. Uh, so when I started looking at this this morning there's 80 games on here. There's now 116 games. So it's growing every time I almost refresh the page. And it will give you a number of players, the region, if it's worldwide or, or a specific region, a trophy group, and even a video link to kind of prove the results of how they got these, these numbers. And you can go across and you can see some pretty basic stuff like, you know, Battlefield 4, a popular game back then, 13.9 million players. Okay? Yeah. Makes sense. We go down to uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 4, a game that's, that has done really well for Call of Duty, bringing in Call of Duty back. Already at 9.2 million. Um, but some of the interesting ones, which I already gave away, the Fallout 76 is 407,000 players for Fallout 76. And just to give you an example, um, Flow, <laughs> okay? The video game Flow. If you don't know what that is, that's because it's it's yeah. It basically has the same number. You you use motion <laughs>
2: controls and you're like an, a microorganism, you're like a, a micro organism and you just kind of float around the map trying yeah. to eat other now microorganisms. Now, Dead Eye picked that
1: one because he thought it was funny and it is. And Flow came out on the PS3, so it's been around a while. I'm gonna use a different one. I'm gonna use Battleborn at one Two million. Oh, 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 oh man. <laughs> Metalborn just about at one point two million and your Fallout seventy-six is sitting at four hundred thousand.
0: You don't want to get beat by (laughs) Battleborn. No wonder why Ethan hasn't been gaming, because he's had to create 1.2 million (laughs) accounts for PlayStation Network, get that first trophy in Battleborn.
2: That's why there's so many accounts called Jazzy Fiddle 2, Jazzy Fiddle 3. (laughs) It it all
0: looks like it's you,
1: but it's it's me. Now, some big numbers, though. Uh, Grand Theft Auto V sitting at 51.7 million players. Uh, I think um, uh, Rocket League was sitting at somewhere around 22 million. Players and those are were great numbers considering Overwatch, the game with the esports pro league that's hot, it's on fire right. Overwatch, you're just getting shoveled all this bullshit, sitting at 10.2 million. So I I, I, I think a lot of Overwatch hype is literally bought by Blizzard. It is really being shoveled onto us because they can't afford to fail. And uh, those numbers just I mean when you look at Rainbow Six Siege. Fifteen point three million. It beat Overwatch. So but they're doing this based off of trophies, right? No, it's math, man. It's math. So right. it's not based, based off, off of who earned a trophy. Yeah, because
3: it says, you know, if if ten people earned a trophy and you find out that ten percent of the people got that trophy, ten times ten percent right. you get so a hundred people that, that played the so game. So you're getting your total count that way. Right.
1: So yeah, it it it's it's an interesting accidental way of them giving too many variables, and because of it, now we can kind of come up with, and it's an estimate, it's not it's not exact, but it is pretty close ballpark.
3: I mean, it's whatever analytics Sony's using, yeah. so I'm, I'm sure if Sony was trying to do an accurate representation of their player base, they'd be doing, yeah. you know, their total is what that trophy percentage is based off of, so...
1: Yeah. So uh, and the the breakdown. I mean, it's pretty it's pretty simplistic uh, the the mathematical equation that they're using, but the numbers are are interesting. And so the other point of this is, developers are not happy about this because you so most developers do not want these numbers out in the public. Okay, Bethesda does not want people knowing how poorly. Fallout 76 is doing when they're trying to turn it around and fix it, when you look at that number, you go, this game's dead already. Like, this game is doomed. There is no saving it type deal. So, this definitely can... Yes, we could sit there and be like, wow, look at that. 51 million users for Grand Theft Auto V. That's crazy. But at the same time, you can go the opposite direction and go, oh wow, that game did real bad. And so, from a developer standpoint, this is a huge issue that unfortunately you can't bring back anymore. It's too late. There's two
3: real fun stories that I like from from this uh the math that's been done. And one of them is just how incredibly loyal and growing the FIFA fan base oh my is. Oh god. Because like FIFA fifteen, about twenty million. FIFA 16 28 million, FIFA 17 30 million, FIFA 18 32 and a half million. And yeah, FIFA 19's down at 12 million, which is still in the top 15 on this. Listen, it just came out, yep. but like the FIFA, FIFA holds three of the top four player bases. Your FIFA, and I know this is a worldwide, I mean, you know, yeah. you don't know a lot of people here that play FIFA. This is a worldwide spectacle of a game, but it just shows like how loyal like EA's fan bases to the FIFA series the other one, and this one's for Deadite Deadite, yes Fortnite, 16.2 million players Mortal Kombat 10 Mortal Kombat X, 16.8 million
2: players but where's the? Are you? But you're, it? you're you're missing a fact there. That's the Fortnite stat for Europe and Man, Australia. Because right. <laughs> I at first saw, it, I was like, oh how? Because I was like, how is that even possible? And so yeah, the worldwide. Uh, yeah. So the just beats it out. Yeah. World, worldwide. worldwide beats two regions of Fortnite combined. So yeah. Yeah. But, but on this list, they're higher. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. But but Mortal Kombat X. Um, you know that I mean that's good. Like that's really good. That's real good. Um, considering when the interesting thing that I saw from these numbers is exclusives and how low exclusive numbers actually are. With um, us seeing certain ones like what was it Uncharted? I think that I was looking at that um, was under ten thousand, well under ten. 000, most of them were under ten million. Sorry, ten million. And that to me was just like shows the power of a you know third party game shows the the ability of what a, a good third party game can do versus a bad third party game like Fallout 76. What about the best uh first party game on this list is the remastered Last of Us. It's not even a PS4 game. Yeah, exactly. Um that that that's the the interesting uh the interesting part. And yeah Last of Us Remastered of course is gonna has been around. It's gonna do well but as you scroll down, and, and I started to look at these, I was like, oh, wow, Gran Turismo, seven, seven you know, and not that there's a, a a successful third-party racer that's that's dominant, but still, that was just the start of it, and you have, like, Uncharted 2, uh, 5 million, 5.6 million, um, and, and, and it kept going, but the big difference that I thought was interesting, you have uh, Mortal Kombat X, which was, what, six, uh, 18 point what? 16, uh, 16.8. Sorry, 16.8. Injustice 2, 5.3. Basically the same game, but just with a DC skin on it. Huge difference.
2: I mean, you say that, but I don't really like Injustice that much, and I love Mortal Kombat.
1: True. I just think it's interesting from that standpoint of how far down it is from the same developer, the same engine, mm-hmm. a fighting fan. I don't want to say a fighting fan is a fighting fan, but like if you liked the style of MK... Injustice definitely fell more in that realm than, say, Street Fighter, right? Yeah. So, it, it is just an interesting uh, variance here, and I think these are stats right there that Warner Brothers or another realm like don't want people to see that variance. They don't want to see how they want people seeing how much Injustice has suffered versus Mortal Kombat's IP. I mean, they're both IPs that they care about. They don't want to damage the brand, and so. I don't know. I don't know how. I mean, there's no way to fix it, and I don't know what 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 PlayStation is going to do. But these are those types of moves that PlayStation we were talking about in the past, and and this is a small one. So I don't want anybody that's listening to the show to like freak out and say Grimlock's going overboard. But these are the types of moves that piss developers off, and will say, "Cool, I'm going to go make a game somewhere else." You you just you just came out and pretty much fucked me on your count, on your on your platform. Now I know that you know obviously
3: there's been many more PlayStation 4 sold than Nintendo Switch, right? But it just got released maybe four or five days ago that you know you have a fifty percent adoption rate on the Nintendo Switch for Breath of the Wild, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, and Super Mario Odyssey. Fifty percent of every console sold got one has, has at least you know, has one of those games, right? If you compare that to, you know, the last of us remastered at 15 million out of the, I got to imagine there's probably 90 million sold by even a hundred million. You're talking about 15 to 20% is your highest first party adoption rate. Yep, Like, I get that it's harder to keep that adoption rate high as you continue to sell more and more and more consoles. But when you've got, you know, Nintendo with three of their first party bangers at 50% and Sony scraping up maybe 20 with a port or a remaster of a PS3 game, like that's just crazy to speak. I know now I know Nintendo doesn't have the third party options that Sony has. And you can see on this list, clearly third party runs third party multiplayer runs this list. But it's just wild to think of of the difference in in first party performance you know, between these two systems.
1: Yeah, and then, and then again, uh, I think play, uh, companies like Square Enix has to be upset that Shadow of the Tomb Raider is sitting two spots from the bottom. Your brand new Tomb Raider game is sitting at 1.1 million. And, like, this is something you don't want the public to see because you were talking about Sh- Tomb Raider and how how good this the, game is. and Two from th- the bottom of the first page. Oh sorry, yeah, I have the first page. There, but there's a yeah. second page. But yeah. again, it's in the sorry, million counting up. I wasn't yeah. going below that. Yep, so yeah. Yep. But um but and so with that said, let's just start at the bottom for the million mark up. You have a Bethesda game in Prey. And then you don't have to move very far to start finding more Bethesda games. So like as as a company, I could say and go, Wow, uh Bethesda struggling here. And and that's something that is that's the last thing Bethesda needs right now. and here's PlayStation just causing this extra chaos for these companies, especially when you're being beaten like by uh, goat simulator. <laughs> I don't know. It's uh, it's going to be interesting. I'm kind of curious to see what the what the fallout is, um, you know, if any, or or what PlayStation's going to do if this tool goes away. I mean, obviously these numbers will slowly become out of date if that's the case. But if people can keep updating this, we're going to see instead of hundred games, we're going to see the entire library hit here eventually, and that that'll be interesting because you're going to really be able to sit there and look and say in the past five years of the PlayStation uh, PlayStation 4 here, like we could really trend. The success and failures of these games, which is kind of, to me, is interesting. I hope it actually happens. I'd like to keep track of like, stay on top of this and and kind of see where it goes.
0: I think for me, looking at these lists, the biggest thing is is I'm coming to the realization that Sony and the PlayStation is the place where people are playing the most third-party games, right? So, like Tess was saying, with the first-party exclusives over at Nintendo with the 50%, like Last of Us is number 1 on a list that's not a cross a cross play game or not a third party game that you can play on another console or console or um your computer. So that's just going to show you that a majority of the player base on Sony at least with this list current cuz there's not a lot of huge first party titles on here yet like my game uh, Horizon Zero Dawn's on here, and I'm interested to see what that comes back at. It's going to be under 10. And God right of War. Right I want to see what God of War's numbers are, what uh, Marvel Spider-Man comes back at once that gets added to this list. See, so. I think those all have an unfair... Like, again, and we mock we mock Fallout 76, but I think they have an unfair advantage if they haven't been out that long. So yeah. your numbers, are, they're not going to be as high as I think... Well, yeah, and it says that think. the numbers were being pulled from the middle of the month, and Fallout 76 came out, I think, the week before the middle of the month, didn't it? It wasn't the beginning of November that Fall 76 came out, so I mean, either way, four hundred thousand. On, yeah, on a launch is, not, a launch good. is not good, right?
2: <laughs> but mean, um, we have we have Red Dead already on the list at six point one.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
2: So like,
1: there you go to give you example.
0: Yeah, comparison, a very good comparison. Yeah. But I'm yeah. interested to see what a lot of the other the first party titles come come in at because just seeing like. Like FIFA and Grand Theft Auto and Minecraft. Like, you just a lot of the player base on Sony seems to be, you know, games that you can play somewhere else. Well, I
1: think it's also showing us, like, that exclusives might be important. I'm not saying they're not important, but they're not. Like third party is important, and we saw Sega die because they didn't have third party support. We've seen Nintendo struggle because they didn't have third party support, and I think this chart shows you just how important third party is. Just off of like what Tess said, number two, three, and four are all FIFA. Like the top, the top five, three of them are FIFA. Like that's how important that one game is across three years, and that's that's insane. So. Um, yeah, I don't know. But just again, the numbers were super interesting. This has got to be upsetting for many developers that didn't want this information out there. And for pe- for fan base, it's just it's uh fascinating cuz these are not these are numbers that we've never really been able to see unless they wanted to come forth and say, "We're Fortnite, we're the biggest game in the world. We currently have this many concurrent players," right? But right. like but that's just their
0: word. So do developers decide that they're going to not go exclusive to Sony? Because I think pulling out of Sony and going somewhere else is almost shooting themselves in the foot as well, because Sony's got the the most players out there right now. That doesn't
1: mean anything, though, if I'm sitting here at F1 2017 with 996 players. 996,000 players. I'm not saying that's not a lot of people. Like, to us, if we made a video game, and we had that many people, we'd be sitting on cloud nine. But for for EA, who probably is, I believe is the one that makes this game, do they go, this game isn't even worth making. We didn't even hit the million mark. But at the same time, because this leaks out and stuff like that, is it easier for Xbox or, or Nintendo down the road to maybe lock in a deal because because PlayStation and and said developer are on a little bit of a shaky ground because of uh, this issue that's that's uh, started here.
2: No, I think one thing that's important to note about this list is it's not showing concurrent players, correct? It's people that have played the oh, game. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So so it's different when you look up on Steam. Like, if we were to look up Battleborn on Steam, it'd show you, like, 72 concurrent players. That's how many people are actively using the game, where I believe this is, hey, this is how many people have either downloaded it and fired it up or popped in their disks and, and logged into the game. Uh, so it is showing a, a snapshot of the, the lifetime of, of The the games opposed to what's currently happening in these games.
1: Yeah, and it also shows us the as, as far as the money that the developer makes mm-hmm. You know because we're not obviously seeing secondhand sales from GameStop or mom-and-pop shops, which which the developer sees zero of but this really gives you a view of That's how many copies they sold of this game. Are we going to see a sequel? Mm-hmm. Are we going to see another game from this
0: from this company? You know, type deal. I'm interested to, to uh, I guess, wonder when they pull. Is it like on the download of the game? Because think about games that went uh, free for PSN. There's been plenty of those games that I've downloaded because I'm like, oh, I'm gonna play this, and then well, I just never do, and then I d- put it back in my library. It doesn't have anything to do
1: with downloads. It has to do with the trophy, based off the percentage. So if you download it for free, if you paid for it, doesn't you know, like it's based off of that. That's why that's why they were able to get a more accurate number versus versus what you're saying versus like a PSN a PS plus game. You know, if you played Rocket League and you got this trophy and then they, they do the math to convert it to get that total, that's all that matters. And and you know, and so when
0: you look right, at the people that got that trophy to the number of players playing that game, right? Or they've downloaded that game. That's how they're mm-hmm. getting the total. No. They, well, y- yes. So basically... So if when you I go download to, Rocket League, but I never play it, I'm I'm skewing that number because I never actually play the game. I just downloaded it, yeah, and you, then I then I take ma- it off.
3: Maybe. We don't know if they consider the, a player someone who's launched the title or not. We, right. we don't, yeah, we don't because know Because they
1: base it off of when you go into your PlayStation Network and you look at that trophy, and it says you got that trophy or you didn't, out of the uh, you know eight percent of the people got that trophy, versus this tool that they're using. They use those two numbers to create the total number. So yeah, we don't know if you never launch the game. Does but- it? count Because here's my thing: if I never launch a game. It doesn't show up on my trophy list. That was going to be my next question. So I have to assume if you've never launched the game,
3: if it doesn't show up on your trophy list, that you're not considered a player in this yep. number. So then these... Because that's the would, only right. way they could be making so that to number. Be,
0: it'd have to actually put it so that it launches the trophy into your trophy, the trophies into your trophy list. Even yeah, if you mean, don't get one. Correct. Yeah. Right? So that's why Fortnite numbers this, are going to be on there because however many players are playing the free-to-play, and I'm... if. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think there's any trophies you can earn. No, there's not. For, for the looking, battle royale, why are you
3: looking at me? How would I even know that?
0: <laughs> you looking was, right at me. Correct yeah. me if I'm wrong. There's no, there's no
1: trophies on the <laughs> battle like royale. I you know.
3: I wonder how they got that number. Then that's probably why they don't have a a
1: worldwide number. Correct. Yeah. And then um, the uh, but like looking at things like Shenmue Two, right? A remake that that supposedly everyone was excited about. This was we couldn't wait sitting at 42,000 40, let's just, let's do, let's be generous 43,000 43,000 you say we were all excited you mean you were all
3: excited it's the backs version of we <laughs> yeah man we we were excited <laughs> for the we playing in community okay man we
1: playing <laughs> too, and then the original Shenmue remake which i think even more people were excited about that's what i was excited for 106,000 106,000 like these are numbers where you're like they're gonna make a Shenmue three. Like they're really actually gonna make this Shenmue three game. No, they're
2: not. It's never, <laughs> that
1: game's never coming out. Like this, yeah. I um. When well, well, you know, have more people
2: play Trine three, I'm one of those people. <laughs> yeah, but you know, like, not How good. about
1: how about the one that really like was shocking? Okay, which was Wolfenstein two. Okay, a game that w- was I not wrong. I know I know that part. It, it, they broke it up into two pieces. Yeah. So I'm really gonna focus on the world. The world number yep. minus Germany and Austria, right? Which is still not as high as you would think of it would to be. Again, because this game was at the Video Game Awards, up for awards. Yeah. 1.3 million. 1.3 million. It is literally, what is it, one, six off from, no, it is uh, five it, from the bottom of, of breaking that 1 million mark that we were talking about. Just broke a million for a game that was up for, was Wolfenstein 2 up for game of the year two years ago? At the Game Awards, Wolfenstein
2: Two would have been so last year because it it came out.
1: Yeah, two two awards two award shows ago or whatever.
2: I I couldn't tell you. It. I know the game. I was excited about it. I want to play the first one because I haven't. I just I like Wolfenstein. It looks good, but I couldn't. I can't even recall how much excitement was around the game. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's uh, that one is surprisingly low. Um, You know, it's coming out pretty much tied with the Shadow of the Colossus remake.
1: Right. Yeah. You know? And that's, you know, so tied with a remake, that's not really what you want to see out of a, a new title. Yeah, absolutely. So, anyways, we're going to move on, but these numbers are, um, they're again available at G at, A M um, S T A T dot com. And uh, they seem to be adding more and more games as as they get the numbers for, uh, they do their, their mathematical equations and get these numbers. So, it's interesting. Uh, topic number two. Nintendo has announced that the NES Classic and SNES Classic are going out of production. So uh, this is interesting news because if anybody doesn't remember, when the NES Classic first came out, it was super hard to obtain. People were very upset because there weren't they didn't believe enough were produced. Uh, they said they were going to correct that with the SNES and that they would re-release the NES Classic. They did all of that. To the point where we started to feel like you could walk into a store any day and pick one up. Hundred percent. And you know, and I think it got to that point where I know certain people that were like, I'm not even like, they couldn't get one when they originally wanted it. Now, now it's almost like they're being slapped in the face, and, and it's almost like a, a mockery of them. So they're not going to buy it. And then this news comes out where they're going to base. They basically said this holiday. If you see it in the store, that's it. We're not we're not shipping any more product. Um, so p- if you don't have one and you want one, pick it up because when they're gone, they're gone, and it instantly. I- sparked some people to actually be like, well, I kind of want one again. And I think actually, did you actually order one?
3: Yeah, yeah. So I had bought one. I actually waited out in line with people from the team in the community. Uh, Juno Jade was in line. Xander was in line. Craig WK was in line. We waited to get an SNES Classic because I'm a much bigger 16-bit fan than 8-bit fan. And I got it, and I was real happy with it, and then two months later, you know, Christmas comes along, and I'm like, I'm just gonna hack this thing and give it to my sister for Christmas, because she's super into Super Nintendo games, too. And then I'm like, I never thought about wanting it again, but now, I mean, in a genius move by Nintendo, because regardless if they planned on, you know, this could have always been their plan. At the end of Christmas 2018, they're not gonna make any more. But just by saying it, they're making sure that there's not one left on the shelf at the end of Christmas 2018, so, you know, you don't want to see these things sitting in a clearance bin in eight months? How do you do it? By telling people that they're being discontinued. So yeah, I went out and I went on to a, a, local, uh, a local electronics store and I placed an order for one and it's ready for pickup. I don't know if I want it or not yet, but <laughs> it, it'll be there for eight days and I can make a decision if I want to pick it up or not. But I just... I mean, it'd be nice to have the SNES Classic again.
1: It is real interesting from the standpoint that I felt like these had pretty much stalled out on the shelves and were they I mean, you could walk into a worst purchase, look in their um, video game uh, cage and it was like full of them. I mean, they they had a ton. So, I will be interested to see if this does spark an interest cuz I even thought about it. I'm like I have one of each. They're both hacked and they're open and I use them. Do I want one of each sealed in the box, you know, just for the collection? And like, I'm kind of sitting back and like, well, if I'm going to, now's the time because when they're gone, I don't want to play. I don't want to pay a premium price for them. And so, th- I, I guess that'll be the interesting part. But this is—it's a Nintendo move after a very un—unlike Nintendo when they when they decided to re-release and increase production and bring the NES Classic back because everyone was upset. And so. I don't know, This is, uh, it's an interesting kind of reversal here to try to spark sales, I think, again.
2: Worked for me. Are we hopeful that they're discontinuing this to bring Super Nintendo games to NES Online? <laughs>
3: I mean, th- the article does say that Nintendo's big reason, you know, they, they assume Nintendo's big reason for getting rid of it is to drive people towards the, you know, the, the Switch Online, and they, yeah. they name drop a couple NES games that are on both you know, consumable on the NES Classic and on the Switch Online. So, I mean, it seems like if they've realized that the hype has stalled, they're no longer going to be able to sell any more SNES Classics. All right, well, cool. We, we got we got our, our millions of dollars out of it. Let's go ahead and now put them on the Switch and, you know, make a million more. Switch Online is the reason I don't own an NES Classic. I'm like, well, I have them all here. So, Oh, that's going to chat me real bad if I buy this thing. I spend another $80 on it. And then we find out in March, coming to Switch Online, here's 30 Super Nintendo games. I'll be super excited, but I'll be like, man, I really don't need this SNES Classic anymore then.
1: Yeah, and I don't think, you know, the SNES Classic and NES Classic never, like, was uh, leeching off the Switch too bad. But it, you do get to that point where, and I think we've even had this discussion with the 3DS where it's like Nintendo, just, it's like you have a you have a goat, you have a success story right here. It's time to put all the eggs in the one basket and go because if you wait too long I feel like you do lose some opportunity. I'm not saying the switch is like on it on its way out or anything, but it's it's the hottest thing right now. It's time to push as hard as you can and when you are sitting here messing around with NES Classic, SNES Classic, the 3DS still kind of floating around and even new models coming out here and there, it's just like would you have rather like I mean this is kind of a dumb question but I just I'm curious everybody's answer the the Hyrule Shield 3D or 2DS uh, that came out the new 2DS um, XL. What if they, instead of that they would have came out with a Zelda themed exclusive Switch? Oh, I would already had it. Right, that's what I mean. Like I would rather see these limited edition versions of a system hitting the Switch before. Instead of these 3ds or 2ds, I keep keep getting confused. They got rid of the 3ds, but anyways. And I get it. You have extra parts. You have stuff you need to work through, and no one's going to buy a regular system. So this is why you're just making these one offs that are that are cool, and people are buying. But at the same time, I just like like how like we're going. How many? How long is this going to go? This is that shift that w- that. could be happening we know that we know that the ds line is coming to an end now the classics are being discontinued it doesn't mean we don't get a new a new classic 64 or classic Game Boy or something in a year because we're not getting one this year that we know of and and i mean if you if we were getting one i think you would have heard about it before the holiday but i think right now this is that this is nintendo kind of saying okay we're we're going to we're going to focus we're going to streamline switch and we're going to push the hell out of it and
0: and more so than we already are we can hope 5 to 10 years they'll bring these back I think that's the generation gap. So people in five to ten years will have sold theirs off because they don't want it anymore, or it'll break. And then you're going to get, you know, the kids have grown up. And I remember how much I enjoyed being able to show my kids the classic Nintendo and Super Nintendo games that I played. Now my grandkids are old enough. I'm going to repurchase it.
1: I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't argue that they won't like re-release it. And in five to ten years, it could be, it could be hell. NES Classic VR, a headset that you get to play all the classic games and virtual reality. Yeah, I don't hope
0: not. No, yeah.
1: <laughs> but, but at the same time, in 5, 10 years, if we don't care about it, is that next generation going to care about it? Or would they care more about a 64 and a GameCube classic? Because that's where they started. You know, like, the, the question about retro games and the question about, like, value and, and, and demand is an interesting bubble that we always talk about where when we get older does that next generation really care about cartridges? Right? right? Like, my copy of EarthBound is worth $200 right now. Is it worth $2 to the next generation because they don't give two shits about EarthBound? Right? Like, that, that's the interesting question is how, how well... Like, I don't care about Atari. It wasn't my generation. I don't want... I don't collect Atari. Like, the Atari stuff I have was given to me, and it literally hangs out in my closet versus my Nintendo stuff that's a shrine in my game room. Like... That's an example of just like, does that happen to us with the next group? Because I've talked to some younger kids and they're like, man, I remember when I was young, I got my first game system, Mario 64. That was, uh, that's going to be my favorite game of all time forever. Like that's their Mario. Man, you're talking to some old kids. I know.
2: I remember, I remember recently talking to a kid who's like, yeah, when remember the first time my dad let me play PS2 and I was like, whoa. Yeah. Oh God. But that's what I mean. Like that's their, that's
1: their start point.
2: The Wii. How many? How many? You talk to like someone who's in middle school now. The Wii was like what they started playing on. Exactly.
0: Yeah. So it'll be interesting. Well, Nintendo's just gonna not sell anything in the future then, because five (laughs) to ten years, it's gonna be epic. They're gonna be like Fortnite emulator, and everybody's no, No, because Arms will have gone worldwide by then.
2: I mean, more people played Arms than Shenmue too.
1: You're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you are not wrong. Oh man, I, th- that these numbers from the previous topic kind of make me wish that uh, that we did have numbers from other companies to like really sit there and compare. And Nintendo actually is pretty good with sharing their, their sales. O- only the really successful yeah,
3: milestone yeah. numbers. Yes, yeah. 50% it's- of our people b- bought Breath of the Wild. Yeah, but how many people bought arms? Like, let's right. Just just tell us. Yeah, yeah, right. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Smash go Snake Pass? Right. Or- how's, the e-sport,
1: how's the eSports yeah, scene has arms? S- has Smash
3: Brothers already eclipsed arms?
1: Okay. I gotta think that my ringtone. Please don't.
2: Let's get into the
1: Patreon news topic of the week. That's right. Every week you, if you're a patron of $5 or more, can influence this podcast by voting on a topic. Uh, This week the loser was simply Street Fighter adding advertisements to their game. That's all I can say. That's it? Because you, you voted it down, so we're not going to talk about it. Deadite really wanted to. You hurt his feelings. But we're going to get into it instead and talk about Kanye West.
0: Yee. Making yeah. video game systems, isn't he? No, no, no. You! No. <laughs>
2: no.
1: no. But Soldier Boy might be going to jail. So, but anyways, uh, we're not talking about Soldier Boy today. We're talking Hasht- about Kanye West. Hashtag Free Soldier Boy. That's right. <laughs> Kanye West is trying to find Kojima. That's right. Uh, Kanye West is currently in New York City and fresh off his micro beef with Drake. That uh, happened uh, the, uh, over... I'm not even sure what happened there. I, I don't follow the uh, that scene. I don't know. Do, do you, does anybody know what happened with Drake? I, mean, I just follow Twitter drama fo- the
3: best I can. Was but, it a Fortnite fallout? Uh, nah, all of a sudden... Someone th- didn't build fast enough? Kanye had like 38 tweets in an hour. I'm like, I don't care about this anymore. That's yeah. a lot of reading. Yeah,
1: so something happened. But right after that happened, uh, he turned his attention to finding the whereabouts of legendary game designer Kojima, uh, who was also visiting New York City... So, Kanye took to Twitter and tweeted that he heard Kojima is in New York. We need to meet. Does anyone know where he is or how to contact him? I like that move a lot. Yeah, he's just, okay. So, uh, among tons of replies, one that definitely was uh, interesting was uh, Jeff uh, Knightley, or uh, what's his last name? Knightley. Knightley, okay. Jeff from uh, Video Game Awards, creator of Video Game Awards. <laughs> he responds to Kanye and just says, I got ya. So I don't know if that means he actually got him connected or not, we don't we don't know yet, but uh, no one knows exactly why Kanye was looking for Kojima, but maybe Kanye has a video game that he wants to make, which wouldn't be the first time that he's tried to do something video game related. I believe he made a video game about his mom. He did. Yeah. I thought it's still in. The, it it's was, still
0: it, in. He probably wants to talk to him about how to finish oh, making it. Oh, maybe it's it. not done. Yeah, it was oh. debuted in was 2015. Debuted in 20, yeah, 2015, oh, 2016. Yeah, I thought it was done. My bad. Nah. Based twenty, 20 oh, no, sixteen. Yeah, based off that song, what? Only Only One, Only Me. I don't Something know, like man. That. What
1: if, you, you're the Kanye guy? What? Yeah,
0: that's what I'm telling you. <laughs> what, am <I> <laughs> one, what am I more likely to play? What am
1: I more
2: likely to play Kanye's game about his deceased mother or Cod? I'm probably gonna play the Kanye game
1: first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably okay. a real
2: nice game about his mom. Yeah,
1: yeah. We're we're not gonna go there. But perhaps the other option is Kanye wants to uh, collaborate musically. Uh, maybe he wants to get in wants to get on the video game world start doing some music cuz no one wants to listen to his actual music. Can you imagine like a uh, music video music by Kanye video by Hideo Kojima? That would be wild. Yeah, I mean I would it wouldn't I'd be interested. I'd, I'd be interested to see what happened. It was the same thing when like Doom 3 was coming out on the original Xbox and there was all this talk about Trent Reznor doing all the music for it and I got real excited and then Trent like got like his identity stolen and lost all of his money and then he backed out
0: of the Doom 3 project and I got sad. There you go. A little side story. Man, but, you think <laughs> he's trying to go hard on like one of the biggest names in video games since Ed Boon like Was like, nah, you can't be in my Mortal Kombat 11 trailer. Sorry. He just cut Kanye out? He just cut Kanye out. He's like, I'd rather go with 21 Savage.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I prefer his bars. Kanye's feelings were hurt. I like that's how how
3: Kojima sounds in your No, no, that's Ed (laughs) Boon. I'm I'm Ed Boon.
2: No, I was not going to go down
1: the route of doing a Hideo... Uh, Kojima impression. I like how I'm looking and looking at this article that we're reading on IGN, and at the bottom you always have like other articles you can click on, and one of them is the Mighty Ducks. <laughs> it's the Mighty Ducks goalie kid Goldberg. And, and Goldberg, at, at, like as a kid, and then clearly after some drugs. That drug was use, a sad picture. it's
3: real sad. But anyways, but I think I know why Kanye was looking for Kojima. Okay. We know. Kojima. Well, you guys tell me. What nationality is Kojima?
2: Uh, he's Japanese.
3: And what's a, a very famous Japanese delicacy food eaten all over the world? Sushi. What is sushi made of? Fish. And what is Kanye? Kanye's a gay fish.
2: <laughs>
1: oh, South yeah. Park. Here we go. Oh, I, I, yeah, yeah. I'm not tracking with that. You, yeah, you've, yeah. Never se- you've never seen that South Park episode?
3: No. Uh, he's like, do you like fish sticks?
1: No. no. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, then uh,
3: <laughs> you not? Did you, wow. did you that, not? Gay
1: fish. That flew right. Yeah. That, that, okay. Did that I? Our, our bad. We didn't know that you hadn't seen an episode. Man, now.
2: now I feel like why are not you guys get me up to speed? I know this is going to be a bit on the show. That's and all right. We could be pals. I
1: never seen that
3: episode. All right, later. Jazzy, I, I only yeah. told BMC because BMC was vibing Do you know how in the you Discord. Pals with him?
2: Yeah, me and Jazzy are hanging hard today, sure right? yeah. Are you sure you want to be pals with him, though? Hashtag Team Jazzy. Okay. Yeah, Hashtag okay. Gay
3: Fish. <laughs> Hashtag um, so I think he's just trying to make sure all the fish are okay. Yeah,
1: that's probably it. I, I does it, Okay, if, if you were Kanye, though, and you were developing a game, is anybody, I mean, besides the South Park reference and besides deceased mom, what else do you think Kanye, like, you think of Kanye and you go, "What, what are you going to make?" Like I don't know. I, I just feel like has Kanye even made music recently? Like I feel like he's just fallen off the face of the earth. As mo- he, he ju- produces is more now, just doing? I think. okay. Because to me, I'm like, I didn't even I didn't even know where Kanye was when they're like, he's in New York. I was like, cool. Where where was he before that? He's, like, busy, he's busy chasing kids around, man. Like that's true. I know he's, he's got a bunch of kids being, He's being a dad, but maybe he's going to make a video game about his kids. Maybe he's
2: just a fan and wanted to meet the dude. It's, it's also possible. possible. Like if I had, if possible. I had Kanye levels of fame, I'd just be like, "Oh, I heard I heard so and so is in the city I'm in. Let's meet up." I'd do it all the time to famous people I wanted to meet.
3: Especially because you know Kojima's seen as like a visionary, as a revolutionary yeah. among the video game industry. Kanye also thinks he is a visionary in the music <laughs> world. So maybe it's just like, hey, let's, you know, when worlds collide, let's meet up and, and grab anything but sushi.
1: Well, yeah, we'll make the, uh, you know, the greatest art ever if we work on a project together. Or maybe just want to get coffee. That's possible. Yeah. Knowing Kanye, though, there's there's got to be some sort of just grand scheme. A new, a new rhythm-based game. I mean, game. I'm Kanye's been... That. DJ Hero coming back with <laughs> Kojima. DJ
3: Hero with Kojima. Oh Kanye's God. been known instead to, a to DJ, get a lot of... A instead of
1: a DJ-like table, you you actually spin babies. <laughs> I was gonna say babies! <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking babies! <laughs> I, no, I was gonna say what it is, is
2: Con- <laughs> Kanye's doing the detective work for us because we all... Not, not me. Everyone else in the world wants to know what's going on with Death Stranding. I don't because it's a bunch of nonsense. I don't even have a PlayStation. Ka- Kanye is just trying to get to the bottom of it. I don't for think Death us. Stranding's ever coming out, but you know, that's just. Me. I mean, I'm not going to play it. You can put a gun to my head. I'd probably say pull the trigger. Wow. <laughs> Coming soon. So to don't Twitch do that. For we, TV just, we just stuff. became
0: friends. <laughs>
2: <Man>. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe you're going to bail on I'd, me <laughs> bail already. On I don't want to play Death Stranding. I don't want to get caught into all those long cut scenes that's going to be in the game. I want nothing to do with what Kojima does. All
0: right. We, we got to move into our last topic. started the Save Soldier Foundation.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Save Soldier Foundation. Yeah. Yep. He needs it. All right. Last topic of the show. Epic Games is going to allow other game developers to use Fortnite's cross-platform tools for free. For free. So, Epic Games today announced this. um, Basically, throughout 2019, they will be launching a large set of cross-platform game services originally built for Fortnite and battle-tested with 200 million players across seven platforms. These services will be free for all developers and will be open to all engines, all platforms, and all stores. As a developer, you're free to choose, mix, and match solutions from Epic and others as you wish. This is huge. This is that move that just a a couple shows ago we were talking about, maybe not even a couple shows ago, we were talking about the Epic Store launched, right, and how people would want to put their game on there because they get to be under the Fortnite umbrella. They get to be where all these people are playing, all 200 million players across seven platforms, blah, blah, blah. Not that many on PS4, Not, not that, right. But- now, on top of that now, you get to take one of the best-tested cross-platform systems and use it for free, even if you don't even use Unreal Engine or any- anything from Epic. So this is this is a game-changer, and it does take the whole cross-platform talk to the next like, level of, we are definitely moving in this direction. Games are going this way. Like it or not, get ready to play with your friends on whatever platform, if Tess going to sit there on his iPad Pro with a Bluetooth controller or touch controls, and I'm going to sit on my $3,000 gaming laptop, you're going to play cross-platform. Ooh, and even with me on my iPod Touch second generation? It might get there. It might get there. Nice. I we're just, gonna, we're just gonna let run. we're gonna let them hope we're gonna let them hope, guys. I have a question.
3: Yeah. So I get like at the root of this, the biggest thing that Epic has done well has been able to tie in Nintendo Switch Online, Xbox Live, and not necessarily using those services because you know Fortnite doesn't need those services, but connect all those people to a hub, right? It's an Epic-owned epicenter where people can game. Right. So I get that that's one of the big things that they're they're opening up for people for people to use. Are they also like doing stuff where like you know that like the confirm button? you know it's it's a mouse click on pc it is x on playstation it is a on you know switch it is whatever on 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 an xbox controller like is all of that like a tool built in like this is your controller mapping you tell us what buttons you want to do and then we scale it to every other controller so
1: from the the way that they break this up i think yes you have you have ac- uh, access to some of their ui right their user interface but if you don't want to use it, you can. That's the cool thing is that they're being very flexible here, where you can you can break it down. You can be very um, flexible with it, where you just want the um, the frame. You just want the frame. You're gonna build everything around the frame, and and run with it. Or yeah, I want the whole. I want the whole package it's a lot less work because I was going to make this game in my garage and I don't have a, a separate team doing the whole multiplayer aspect. This cuts down on development time. I can get my game out quicker, you know, for a smaller developer that might be super important for, you know, and, and that's, what's interesting here is to see wh- how, how people are going to use this now that, that, that'll be the interesting part. And, and the fact that Epic is doing this just again, makes this company that was what an engine they, they created an engine and sold it to people and then here and there they would make a game that was like yeah some of them were good like they were ne- epic games was never like oh my god i can't wait to play unreal uh tournament edition like yeah i played it but it wasn't halo it wasn't you know these other games that, that hit and then you come out with fortnite and we all sat here and talked about how the hell is Epic going to sustain themselves? How are they going to keep growing and not just eventually jump off of a cliff? And he, like, literally, without, without missing a beat... Announcement after announcement, they're showing us they're going to launch this whole platform store and give everybody 88% profit to their 12% because they're not greedy. They're going to then give away their multiplayer cross-platform functionality, which is the, the, the most tested, the best right now, as far as I'm concerned, as far as efficiency, server, you know, streamlined, everything there's nothing that can touch fortnite's you know cross-platform multiplayer functionality so and you're going to be able to have those tools for free people are going to just throw themselves at epic because they want to be part of this now so in on that exact note who's
3: the first like player in the game right now to to throw themselves at epic who's gonna be that what's the first what's the game out there right now that's gonna say well we're doing it on our own servers epic we are at your mercy let's Go on to your realm and do crossplay because, like something that comes to mind that would be great would be like a Rocket League, right? But they're not going to abandon ship. They're they're in their own realm, and yes, they can't get full crossplay, but they're not going to uproot and go into Epic's world for the sake of of
2: easier to use crossplay. Rocket League has full crossplay coming out soon. Yeah. That's ro- another
3: reason why they're not gonna do <laughs> yeah. this. They have a roadmap to that right now. They do have a roadmap to that. So um, what's the what's the game out there? What's the multiplayer game? Because none of these big bangers are gonna do it, you know, the ones that you do you wanna, need
1: Okay, I think I know who can do it. I'm ready. And, and, and this is a stretch. This is this would be something that I would and for some reason I can see them doing it because of all the moves that they've recently done. What would happen if Microsoft just said F it? We're gonna team up with Epic. And we're gonna do cross-platform play and we're gonna let Halo go places that it's never been before. Because we want Halo to be relevant again. It's still gonna be on Xbox, it's still gonna be on PC, but now because of this platform, can can I push Halo in a way where I've never done it before? They've done so much weird things that we've sat there and said, I don't know if I like this. The play anywhere. The play anywhere deal. We were like, Well, this is stupid. There's no like it's not exclusive to the Xbox anymore. Like this is and and it worked. The Xbox Pass, where you don't have to buy a video game anymore. Screw it. Don't buy a game. Just pay me 10 bucks, play whatever you want. They keep doing things that, like, yeah, it makes sense, but at the same time, you go, Man, does this kind of make the Xbox platform less important? And maybe it does, but maybe Xbox cares more about their IPs and just and the idea of Xbox being a thing like Epic, not necessarily tied to a physical box anymore. With, like, the Scarlet talking about streaming and, and no disk drive and things like that? Do they, do they move in a way where they care more about the name Halo, the name Gears of War, the name Forza, and then they worry about where they're going to put it? It's always been the idea that when Nintendo was struggling, well, wouldn't it be better if they just did the Sega idea and they put Mario everywhere? And I'm glad they didn't, but they still have started to put Mario in places that yeah. we never thought we'd see. Like an iPhone.
0: right. So, I, think, I don't know. It's, it's a, a stretch, giant mar- but I would it'd yeah. be interesting. This is a giant marketing pitch from Epic, right? They're basically saying, hey, we we got this to work first. We got all the big boys and everybody to play together, and then we built this tool in order for it to work properly. So, basically, they invented the wheel. So, now they're saying, hey, we've got this wheel. We want you guys to utilize it any way you see fit, and then that's their sales pitch. Well, hey, how about you bring your product over to the Epic Game Store? Once one or two of these smaller development companies do that and they see any success, I think you see a lot of the big boys potentially hop over. Like Bungie's next project might be on there. Treyarch could bring the next Call of Duty over there.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you want like a more realistic answer from me, I think a company like Ubisoft could could definitely. You know, Ubisoft's like as far as a big company, right? Yeah, you're gonna see little guys jump at, jump at this because they can't even afford to build their own cross-platform multiplayer. Engine. So, but someone like Ubisoft, who has, you know, Rainbow Six Siege, who has Division, who has these games, right? And they have a team that, yeah, they probably could build some sort of cross-platform, but like, how good would it be? I mean, think about all the struggles they had just making the Division work the way, it, the first Division, the way it worked. You know, they had like seven teams working on that game. right? So, I- instead, you can take a proven platform here for free and just integrate it into your game. Ubisoft might be that group that could then bring Rainbow Six Siege and have cross-platform, a game that already has an esports scene, and now you're allowing the, the different groups to battle it out. Um, I'd like to see someone like Warner Brothers take Mortal Kombat, right? And we've seen in the past Mortal Kombat where you would pick a faction, you know, Lin Kuei or something like that, and then you battle it against the other factions, and they had these world events, and you'd see which faction won. I would love a third-party company to do that, but do it in PlayStation, Xbox, PC, and actually have that type of battle where if you chose to go fight that, you could fight for your brand. You could fight for your console or your you know, PC
0: Master Race or whatever it was. That, that'd that be really interesting to see. But You um. want to know what would be the craziest one? And I think with the... Proof that Arena Valor brought to the table of how well it can play on console. What if Riot decides to bring League to console and crossplay it?
1: Yeah, I mean, Riot Games is another one of those companies that you're like, yeah, they could build their own system. But again, if they haven't started, if they never thought about like, or if they're at this, po- they weren't at the point of even thinking about doing it. And then you're given this gift from
0: Epic. I mean. And I mean, they're on our, their own system now. So what's the harm, really, in 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 throwing it up on Epic Store yeah. too? At the end, like, hey, I'm going to take all these free tools that you're going to give me. Sure, I'll throw my game up on your on your store, no problem. Yeah. So and that people can get it anywhere. It's free to play anyway, right?
1: Yeah. And I guess it comes down to also. I'm curious, like, is there any like like what's the fine print here? You know, it's free, but like what like and I use it, which means your code's in my game now. So, is there some like, is it as simple as I gotta like advertise that in my credits? Or is it something yeah. where like a percent, like you guys get
0: a percentage of my sales? I don't think it's that aggressive, but. That's why I said marketing. I feel like freeze, this is gonna be, yeah. yeah. it's gonna be, hey, we're gonna give you these tools and then we're gonna spam email you for the rest of your life. Like, hey, remember when we gave you those tools? You should bring your stuff over here. Yeah, like, hey, I remember feel like when we- <laughs> yeah Epic just
1: wants their name everywhere. And that's, you know, and that is power. That, that is very important, but. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, do you, what about you? Do you have uh test? Do you have a idea of someone that you think would use this tool? Not really. The biggest thing is this is like we,
3: we're, we've now seen in this month. Well, November, December, two gigantic value propositions that epics brought to the table that valve can't touch one, you know, the share, the, the share of the profits that the developer gets to keep on top of that. Now you have this entire suite of cross play expertise. The only one that's doing it right now. Com, you know, completely at your disposal. I don't know if this is so much of them looking for a big fish to hook, or them slowly eroding at the name, you know, of of the steam, yeah, just of steam in general. Yeah, like literally just trying to take them down by making their. They're just—they're giving you more reasons to want to be on the Epic Store.
1: Epic Games is moving that way where they're—they're they're building themselves to that point where Steambox boxes failed, right? They, but—but w- but something like this could build out and, and could drive to that point where Epic could build themselves and saying, we have a—I don't want to call it like a competitor to a PlayStation Four or anything like that, but technically it could be. They could end up saying like, cool, here's our box. Here's Epic's box. Yeah, the Epic box.
0: And and like that, if they get somebody like Ubisoft and then say Riot on board and being able to play Epic games off it, like yeah, I mean the thing is, is like they, you know, a bigger push than Dota and Steam. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> and so that's another
1: interesting aspect of it is what what could this lead to? It could lead to some some hardware of their own. You know, at that point, why not? If you have that type of, that big of a of a ecosystem, why not even try to 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 lock down some some hardware sales? But I don't know. It's uh, it's super interesting. It's definitely going to take this whole cross-platform talk and just put it into into you know high gear here and just haul ass because um, we already knew that the next gen was coming. we, you know, we already knew that this is a big topic for for Gen Five. You know, PlayStation Five, Xbox Scarlet, even PC, Nintendo Switch, tablets now with Fortnite, your phone with Fortnite. So. We're, we're, I think we're. It's kind of getting exciting for this next generation of of video games because where from previous, you know, PS3 era to the PS4 era, I think all all you could get excited about really was graphics, right? You were like, well. There wasn't that huge evolution. There wasn't that huge step. There wasn't a big major change. You were like, "Oh, it looks better." Oh, my Vita supposedly can can play games remotely, which was complete bullshit. Um, you know, oh, the the Xbox One has an improved Connect. Um, you know, like there, what what really was besides visuals, anything that was really exciting about this generation until the Switch hit, and all of a sudden it was like, "Wow, this is a different way to play video games," which is what Nintendo does, but. This time around, we're kind of looking at this like, does gaming become one giant ecosystem next generation? Does gaming, all of a sudden, a lot of the walls fall down and we start seeing all this just weird traffic going in directions that we've never seen before? That's what I would think I'm getting most excited about in this way where this this next generation of gaming could be, could be a huge wow factor and we really could start getting a lot of information as soon as E3 next year.
0: Deadite. Jazzy. Epic's going to create a st- streaming console, right? I'm with you. In the future. i say we just get a bunch of them somehow? Yeah. By means and whichever way we need to? Yeah, by force, of course. Yeah, yeah. We we kind of put our own name on it resell them. Oh. Yeah, we could be like, man, you get games like the Epic Game Store has. You get Fortnite, you yeah, get... yeah, <laughs> <laughs> on our on our custom made <laughs> the, the, the Zilla can, box,
1: and you can call it the Dead Jazz, the Dead Jazz box, because that's what you'll be. You'll, <laughs> yeah, they'll murder you. <laughs> no, unlike no. unlike Soldier Boy ripping off emulators, you're gonna rip off Epic Games. They're gonna send they're gonna send some hitmen out for you. Nah, name test. Ninja send up ninjas after us. That's right. They uh, they will. All right, well, that's been the attack on the news. For these topics and much more, visit gameslovedmedia.com, and you can read the blogs. You can listen to the podcasts. You can jump into the streams, and you can get all of your gaming information, entertainment, every week, gameslovedmedia.com. <sighs> Let's get into some emails. Oh, don't mind
2: if I do the emails. The FBI
0: has just sent a letter to GameZone.
1: Downloading emails
2: from gamezillamedia.com. Download Alright, you compose the messages and send them digitally to our email account, info at gamezillamedia.com, and they just might get read right here on the GameZilla Podcast. And uh, we have a couple we have a couple emails this week. First one is one that's it's been sitting in the box for a little bit, but but I think I want to talk about it right here, especially with uh, you know, the holidays coming up, and it's from uh, our good friend the Doge Lord. What happened to GameZilla Community Nights? I thought they were a solid way to unite the community and game together.
1: Black Ops. <laughs> oh! They were dead before
2: Black Ops, they, my friend. Man, I, I mean, I haven't played on a Community Nights since Splatoon, and that might have been in September.
1: Uh, I don't really know what happened to community nights. Normally, they kind of spun up in the Discord, and then when they were decided upon, and I, I didn't, you know, that just kind of stopped. So, I'm not against community nights. Um, we just need to start talking about them, and I think the best place to talk about those are in the Discord. We do Fortnite community night, where we go into an island
3: and we start building these houses. You know, and then we find build. an anvil.
1: You can, you, can put, you can put people <laughs> hold into on, hold your on. world. I like Test idea. I want to see where it goes. I've never heard this concept. Then you put all your items in the anvil,
3: and then you take half. <laughs> Ooh. And then... <laughs> but you get double, right? And then you take
0: half. <laughs> okay. And
3: then you take Jazzy, half. Jazzy, what
0: was your actual point you were making? No, I'm saying <laughs> the, um, the new creative mode in Fortnite, you can invite your friends... I believe they might have to be your epic friend do you know to, how, to be able to go you know into your game once? I don't know. I'd have to look that up, but I think it'd be interesting if, like, maybe, you know, each of us or whoever wants to can build their own little world and then for community that we hop into other people's worlds and, like, ha- have him. a battle royale or... Destroy them. I saw, uh, I <laughs> saw one, of the, uh, <laughs> one of the Fortnite streamers made, like, an obstacle course with all these, like, traps and stuff like that, and he's like, it's impossible, and he it took him, I think... Like five hundred and forty-six attempts to beat his own obstacle course. So this is basically a little big planet, so,
1: but Fortnite
0: or Minecraft, but Fortnite. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, I, I think it'd be fun. I'd be down. I'm, I'm down for Rocket League community night. We can have another League community night. I don't care. If, I guess we just need to, you know, we need people like Doge to get in that Discord and and talk about it because they're the ones that that spark this and get it rolling. I'd be down for either a Smash or yeah. a Rocket League community
2: night yeah. here in the next couple weeks.
3: Absolutely. Smash would be fun because you can do the arena style where you just, you know, losers out or winners out, you know, yeah. however you want to do That'd it. That'd be a lot
1: of fun. We've yeah. done we've done that before with uh, Dragon Ball, Mortal Kombat. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Injustice. Injustice. Mortal
2: so, Kombat. So, Doge, thank you for writing us an email. and Thanks uh, for making us feel bad, Doge, but you're right. We, we should bring those back. <laughs> you know I don't feel bad. I game alone.
0: Just like a you game like started a, community Night. I, I did don't want to mind. hear it. I I the platoon two, night. No, two Splatoon, community night was yeah. started by you. Yeah, well, what, was, what yeah. can
2: I say? I I gave birth to it and then I murdered it. So uh, <laughs> such is the circle of life. I stay on top, looking out for number one. So do you admit to murdering babies? Is that what you're basically saying? If community night was a baby, then yes. Okay, I, I euthanized sure. community night by I saying I it? game
1: alone now. I just wanted to get it on on recording. I want to leave. <laughs> I spin babies. DJ Hero coming yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. Kojima, Kojima Hero. Kanye. Kanye
3: Hero. That's right. Death Kanye. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Kanye Stranding.
1: Yeah. Yep. Oh, my gosh. Anyways. Do we have emails? any more emails? Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Yay. <laughs> it's a weird looking cat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, fellas. Do you guys have any time off for Christmas? If so, is there anything you're looking forward to playing? Also, do you have any solid video game related Christmas stories to share? Hey, is that a dildo in my coffee? I don't know why why Fox McCloud server would write that, but game on. I don't know why there's any sort of adult <laughs> things in your coffee other than maybe you were just trying to get me to read that. That's a little inappropriate. I will I will start by answering the second part of your question first. And that is you're gonna have to listen to the the podcast next week. <laughs> man, the show me picture that weird cat. It's gonna get Lucy, mom. Um, if you don't know what I'm talking about, just look up. I don't know. I don't even know how to look up the video. I I died. I, I died momentarily because of the. the weird we cat
0: video on uh, uh, YouTube, man. That Google cat. and you'll find it.
2: But you gotta listen to next week's episode of the the podcast. Uh, because uh, we're all going to spend some time reminiscing about some Christmas memories that our video game. Oh yeah, I totally licked your phone right there. So good luck wiping that off. You 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 have a fungus now. That's all good. Off I, my tongue. I I've have already tongue had fungi. your
1: fungus for a while.
2: <laughs> all right. Um, so, anyways, questions. Time off. Uh, I know three out of the four of us have time off for the holidays because we work in the automotive industry. Woo-woo-woo. Jazzy, Woo-woo-woo. Jazzy, Jazzy, Jazzy's got to keep grinding.
0: Yep. Keep on grinding. I have have one day off during this holiday, and that is Christmas Day. Hmm. Oh, man. I'm sorry. I
1: believe New Year's Day, too. I
0: was on the wrong
1: screen. That's for you, Jazzy Fiddle. I can't hear it.
0: All right. (laughs) Yeah, he he doesn't have any headphones. Have you had your headphones
3: off the whole whole show? Um, For the last
0: two weeks. I even went to two different stores to find an extension. Nobody sells extensions. I have anymore. them in my. Ba- I have I have some in my basement. Well, why don't you bring
1: one? You didn't tell me you needed one. Well, now I haven't we, had now we know. for three weeks. And knowing is half the battle. Joe. Okay. Anyways, yeah, sandwiches. Anyways, um. we have a question to answer here. So yeah, we have some time off. Most of us do. I'm looking forward to it. I'm almost a week and a half. About is what we get off. Mm, yeah. And um, yeah, that's much needed. Much needed break coming up here. So. What games? What games are you looking forward to playing? Is there anything that you want to try
2: and finish, or is there some a game you've been neglecting? Is there, you know, one of your dozen games that are still sealed in the package you want to open up and play?
1: Yeah. Um, well, so first of all, I want to uh, complete the. I'm going to finish the Spider-Man DLC. Nice. Um, and so, there's for those of you who don't know, there was three of them that came out. I got the first one done, but the, the following two, I'm neither one are completed. So I'd like to. I'd like to get that done. Um, obviously, I'll, I'll I'll sprinkle in Call of Duty uh, to some extent throughout the break when when there's when <laughs> there's sprinkle yeah well I, like honestly I kind of have slowed down on Call of Duty I, I generally only play when other people are on or want to jump on otherwise I've been trying to unlock everybody in Smash Brothers um, I still have plenty of uh, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu to finish and I think that's gonna kind of get sparked by. Uh, our good friend Invalid, who will be getting uh, their gift, and that will allow, because of his excitement and, and him getting into Pokemon, it will, uh, you know, I think it kind of pushed me back into it as well. But um, other than that, I mean, one game I am excited to come to the Nintendo Switch, and we're not doing a must or bust this week because it's a real weak uh, week, but Sundered... Uh, Eldritch edition, uh, edition, which is a game that we played in uh, packs, um, Metroidvania style game focusing around a character named Ash, who's it was a really cool game that I kind of thought Dead Cells kind of got renamed into, like it got renamed into Dead Cells, but realized that, that they're still separate games. That comes out on the sw- uh, the Switch, December twenty first. So that'd be something that I probably would be interested in getting into. As well for a indie game slash Metroidvania fix, and then talking actually with um, Mr. Fox, we, uh, we we've been talking about how he's been talking about how he's going to go through this huge Metroidvania like push on his break, where he's going to be going through all sorts of like um, uh, of Metroidvania games, including his first playthrough of Castlevania Symphony of the Night. So. That kind of got me thinking, like, well, I could wrap up a couple games, um, like, uh, finish up Hollow Knight. And and, and I kind of want to play Ori again. Like, I'm, I'm getting this itch. Like, I always get this, like, random just time of the year where I'm like, I need to do another run of Ori. So, we'll see. I think uh, indie games might see a big push for me. I'll throw one more out there, and then I'm going to pass it on. I got a message today from Invalid about a game that's free to download on the PlayStation right now. Uh, onrush which we knew which we were excited about when it first got announced it's a racing game by codemasters which has a big you know a, a big back, uh, background in racing and it he basically explained it that it's like <laughs> road rash meets rocket league like he's like you have to play like he basically is like get on tonight you have to play it. it's amazing so i that's been sitting on my playstation and i've i've hovered over it a few times like did you download it yet yeah i did too but i haven't fired it up and there's a couple times where i was like yeah no one's online i'm gonna fire this up and see what it's about and i didn't and then today literally as i was driving home he just started like he's like man you have to play this game it's that arcade style racer that's just fun and i'm like perfect I, i i'm i'm gonna definitely uh check it out so free download if you're a playstation plus member why not
2: Outside of uh, playing more, you know, Smash, because I'm, I'm trying to get good, trying to make it through the World of Light. Uh, I could see me playing some Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze, because I think I'm only on, like, the third world on that. And, you know, Pokey L and I have been playing through that together. So, being that she's taking the time off work as well, you know, I could see us both playing that some together. And then uh, I'd like to uh, make some more progress on Doom on Switch, because I feel like I've kind of, um, you know, I put, like, uh, you know four or five hours into the campaign, and then I kind of put it down for a while. So I'd like to pick that one back
1: up.
3: I most likely will take the Starlink Battle for Atlas that I purchased out of its box and play it. It's been sitting in the box because I'm like, did I want to spend $30 on this? We'll find out if I've opened it up by New Year's Day. I keep it. If not, I'm going to take it back because it was just one of those games I bought because of a deal. But, I mean, all the reviews are outstanding on it. There's a bunch of Star Fox stuff, which I don't really care too much about. But um, it'll be nice to just have a a single-player-ish sit down and just put some time into a game. Um, That plus, you know, I'll probably, now that they fixed the online for Smash Brothers. Uh, maybe queue it up some one-on-ones and see, you know, just how good am I in the, in the grand scheme of things. So, yeah, that's probably it. Catch a few Shinies. Play some Smash Brothers. Maybe play Dragon Ball Z because I was really into it, but then I got into watching the show, so I stopped playing the game.
0: Oh, man. Um... <sighs> Well, since I don't get any time off of work, I'll be gaining my normal amount, so I'll sprinkle some COD in there with uh, anybody that wants to uh, play some Call of Duty. Um, I do want to finish Spider-Man, so I'll I'll plug my way through and, and get through that. I don't know if I'll push through the DLC. I guess we'll see where, where the game takes me. Um, I do want to hop into creative mode on Fortnite, and I've been having a lot of fun with Save the World, so I'll probably play a little bit more of that until I either get sick of it or get to the point where I don't really have a clue what's going on still and then just give up on it. And then I would like one person in the community to message me on Discord because I would like to, very shortly here, start my run through all four Gears games before Gears comes out.
1: I will join you for three when they actually allow four people co-op, but for... The beginning of it where it's a two-person co-op i will let a
0: community member uh join you yeah and then we can get we can get two more to hop on once we get to that third game yeah nice
1: three and four but for one and two you are you you find someone in that community that wants to uh, have, have fun with a, a great story yeah
2: Cool. All right. Well, Fox, thanks for sending in that question. And if you want your shot at having your question answered here on the Games of the Podcast, again, email them in info at games media And uh, it's a chance I'll read your email.
1: Cool. All right. Well, uh, other than that, like I said, we're not going to go into Muster Bust. Uh, I think the only other game that really matters to any Switch users is uh, Firewatch. Firewatch is going to come out on Nintendo Switch, December seventeenth. So. There you go you have uh sun sundered and firewatch those two games are are both for the switch seventeenth and twenty first
3: firewatch is definitely a game like pop some popcorn get ready to watch a movie yeah with with limit i mean it's it's a it's a very very narrative game you know yeah it's but you're, you're I, not playing much it's yeah. great you're just not playing much
1: yeah I know a lot of people have played this game, but if you if you weren't playing on on console or on pc this is your chance and it, it is a it is a fun, a fun playthrough slash, like you said, movie experience. So, uh, all right. Just a reminder: you can listen to all these great podcasts on I, all of our great podcasts on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever it is you listen to podcasts. Please give us five stars, hit that subscribe button, leave a review, do all these things. It helps us so much. We appreciate the support. And if you want to see everything that Gamezilla Media has to
3: offer, go to GamezillaMedia.com. And while you're there, at the top of the page, there is a link to our Gamezilla Gives Back charity. Charity for, I was going to say stream, but we already did that. Our charity event for this holiday season, where Gamezilla Media is looking to donate two portable gaming. Centers for uh to a local children's hospital. So we are well on our way to our second one. Um, this will be the last time you hear any plugs from me this year. Uh so gamesalamedia.com, click the banner at the top of the page. We are less than two thousand dollars away from our goal. So if you don't, if you're not in a position to donate, we can't fault you for that. But can consider sharing it out on your social media, telling a friend, um, and seeing just what you can do to help us reach the goal of donating um these gaming systems to some sick kids at a local children's hospital.
2: If you're listening to the Gameseller podcast and you like what we're doing, you know again, at GameZillaMedia.com, you'll find uh, links and be able to listen to all the other podcasts that we offer as a group. Uh, shows like Legend of Retro, Noobs and Dragons, Last Action Podcast, and the Movie Blast Podcast are all available there for you to listen to. So a little bit different subject matter, but still good shows.
1: Yeah, and one last reminder, we are moving into the new year. You're going to get a a special Christmas episode. You're going to get that New Year's episode. But we're moving into the new year, so join the Discord. Go to gameslittlemedia.com and join the Discord. There's a channel in there that's basically server recommendations. It's where we want to hear from you. Is there something on the show that you love and you want more of? Is there something you hate and you'd like us to scale it back? We kind of want to just get some feedback on how 2018 went. What you'd like to see moving in 2019, your opinions do matter. So feel free to express them in the Discord. We will take them down. And as we get into 2019 and, and again, try to build on what we have here, uh, we will take your thoughts into consideration. All right, everybody. Thanks for hanging out on episode 238 of the little podcast. Remember, we are your elite free DLC for all your gaming news. And until next time, game on! Game on.